It's not a bird, it's not a plane, it's Superhero Slate. It's a modern podcast where we talk about everything that's great. Like movies, TV, superheroes. It's Superhero Slate. Oh, yeah. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Superhero Slate, the show where we run down the latest superhero entertainment news. We love TV, movies, and superheroes, so let's talk it all out. My name is Chris Diller. And my name is Mike Royer. And this week, we're getting our tickets to both Black Panther and Black Adam. Mike, hmm? I don't know. We'll see. We'll yeah. see how it goes. See I, how thin the wall gets stretched. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Uh, we'll, 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 talk, we'll talk a little bit about these later. Armor Wars is getting upgraded to movie... Getting unupgraded to movie status. So, I mean... Ooh. Don Cheadle, I'm sure, is happy. Man of fine suits. Yeah, you think the commitment for a movie is shorter? You know, maybe, possibly. They're just going to do that thing where they put the camera on his face and make him look around and have the UI follow it like they did with Robert Downey Jr. for years. Uh, he'll just he'll just sell his likeness to the studio and then he'll mm-hmm. just be sipping uh, drinks on a beach somewhere. That's true. He's probably a scroll. We, we saw him in that trailer with, with Secret Invasion. Deadpool 3 is 100% confirmed, Mike. Uh, no longer have to worry well, if it's coming, when it's coming, or, or anything else. We have those details and more. Yeah, I feel like the last couple weeks on the podcast, we've almost been like tracking the fall uh, 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 season. A couple mm-hmm. weeks ago, we were like, all right, everybody, it's unofficially fall. Here we go. It's at September. People going crazy with their pumpkin spice lattes. The following week, we actually ran into the official end of summer. So, like, okay, there we go again. And now we have another, like, official, official start of now it is the beginning of October, which I would say is the official start of, like, spooky season, right? Mm -hmm. I think you can start fall ahead of time, but October is the month for spooky movies, for skeletons, and in in my opinion, point of view it's candy corn yeah i I knew you were i knew you were gonna bring up the candy corn i just knew it (laughs) you're solid you gotta be solidly rooted in the candy season that's for october only because like fall keeps going man as soon as october's over you got a couple weeks at least here in the united states until you get to thanksgiving and once that turkey's done you know you can shift into uh the other holiday Mm -hmm. uh but yeah yeah, i busted open the candy corn today it's delicious so so to me i've been seeing a lot of this lately um i believe i maybe told you the 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 high-end candy corn companies have been out for a while now um but i agree with you you know when when um fall officially or legally hit right i feel summer just kind of clocked out and was like now nah, i'm done with these high temperatures like you can have your i like how you <laughs> like how you say legally hit like there's yeah. like a there's like a police officer out there with a mm-hmm. billy club like ready to just like oh. knock like the tiny yeah. fun size snickers he, out of your hand like no some, not yet <laughs> so, summer's an hourly employee and uh they, they they're not working overtime this year they said no no way I'm taking a vacation. So here, literally the day um, it turned fall, temperatures dropped about 20 degrees. I know you've kind of been a little bit warmer out there, right, Mike? Um, oh, we actually we dropped a little bit okay, as, as well. Finally, uh, uh, sustainable, I would say, temperatures, something that won't melt your face off. Uh, have you, I, I know you've been like teetering around with Halloween costume ideas mm-hmm. already. Yep. So I want you to tell me and our uh, listeners about that. But also as a PSA of... Uh, yes, Halloween is indeed at the very end of the month, and you know there's a chance you might have Halloween parties just before that as well. But you gotta order those pieces for your costume sooner rather now. than later. Now, like, you'll think of the perfect costume like a week or a couple days before your party or Halloween. You're just like, I can't get any of this stuff here in time. Oh, yeah. So. Uh- just a heads up. That that is essentially um, how I've operated on my costume this year. Because um, j- should I say what it is, Mike? Should I tell people or should I leave yeah. it? Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'll tell people what I'm working on. Okay. All right. So I, uh, my wife and I have both agreed to do uh, Thor and Mighty Thor from the most recent Thor movies. Uh, we. Oh, great. Um, it, it's a great couple's costume, right? It works. Um, you know, we, we we did joke, and this is very off color. That you know, is she going to be the the cancer Jane or? Or actual oh. Mighty Thor. <laughs> I'm like, that's not that's not good. Um, you could do it like two those two face costumes, right? Oh, yeah. Where it's like right down the line, left yeah. side, right side. Yeah, they they they, they all they did kind of with Cancer Jane is just give her some like light makeup and some gaunt looking out like dark eyeshadow. So it really they didn't really do that justice. But anyway, um, so I was able to um, 
surprisingly, two years, no, not two years, how long has it been in-game been, Mike, 2019, three years after in-game, secure one of the bigger um, Stormbreaker axes, actually at retail value, rather than have to go secondhand, got the costumes, and then Mike got a very, very solid picture of the hairpiece I got, because my hair is um, probably Thor Ragnarok length right now, not Thor uh, Love and Thunder length, so... Um, I had to get a little, a little, I guess, wig, if you will, for that. Um, I might got to see that. And it looks pretty good. I think it's not, you know, an official one, but, like, it, it's pretty solid in, in, in what it looks like. And, you know, not going to hashtag bless I have the same hair color as the wig. So it should should blend in pretty good. But, um, yeah, we're doing, we're, doing, we're doing Thor's this year. And um, I knew, um, you know, the second I didn't get it, it, it would totally be sold out, right? Like, you know, that's, the movie just hit... Um, physical recently, you know, it's a pretty easy costume. A lot of people love doing Fat Thor, right? Um, so you know, that's mm-hmm. it's always an option for for those who are like, ah, I don't want to, I don't want to get fit for it, or you know, I can I can throw a pillow under my shirt. But um, yeah, yeah, we're, we're we're going with that. I was able to, to get everything before October, and last year I was doing like Halloween costumes two days before an event. So I feel I really flipped the script for 2022, Mike. Uh, on that so yeah so what are you working on are you gonna be human candy corn <laughs> no i'm going as a uh low-key intentionally kind of lazy uh cusco from the emperor's new group oh, nice. uh i i ordered i just ordered like a giant size like red t-shirt like an oversized one uh that's not only oversized it's also like for like tall people in general mm-hmm. so i want to swim intentionally in this uh shirt uh, and then uh, you get like some uh, like little those sweat guards that you put on your wrists, right? You get some yep. of those that are yellow, but you put them on your ankles. Uh, I also got I know he has like a very particular looking headpiece, but I don't even know if I'll go that far. But I ordered like a, a yellow bucket hat and I was like, OK, I'm on to something here. What else am I going to do? And I was like, well, he has like a red belt that kind of like turns his like tunic into like almost like a two piece uh, dress type of situation. So I was like, oh, I'll, I'll get like a cheap like red fanny pack and I'll almost kind of look like like a streetwear Cusco, if you will. So I'm going in uh, comfortable. That's mm-hmm. for sure. And there's a uh, kind of like this um, South, um, I guess, uh, is it South American, right? Kind of like. Uh, like neck piece or I don't even really know what it is in the cartoon but it's like kind of like red tunic with a yellow piece around the neck so I just got one of those like dickies that you wear when you want like a turtleneck uh, under your shirt but you don't want to wear a whole turtleneck so I got one of those and I'm going to dye it yellow so I think it'll be pretty it'll be like fun janky looking so I'm looking forward to that and it fits the perfect line that I'm always trying to hit when I do Halloween costumes is I want to be um, I want to be recognizable but also comfortable mm-hmm. at the same time and this is pretty much all like normal cotton clothing that I'm wearing so I'm always down for that I always try to avoid any sort of like makeup or anything like that that's just too much for me so I feel like that works well and like I said you got to order this stuff ahead of time because one of the pieces I need for my costume it's not prime it's not Amazon Prime it's yeah. shipping like a like a normal yeah. Like a freaking normal product that's going to be here like in two weeks instead of tomorrow. So there you go. That's your PSA for the top of the show. Get ready for Halloween early. Get those pieces in sooner rather than later uh, so you can have the best time of your life this Halloween. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. So I got, um, don't um, don't undersell the, um, I guess, local Halloween stores, right? Um, I was able to get mine at a party uh, city uh, rather than like a spirit Halloween, so I was able to like walk in and pick up a Thor outfit there, right? So don't under mm-hmm. don't forget to check inventory on your local um, stuff as well, uh, rather than relying online. Uh, you can get lucky, but um, yeah, like don't don't be a last minute person because you will yeah. regret it. There's a very good chance the last time you went to your local Bed Bath and Beyond, um, it closed since then and it's probably a spirit halloween Mm -hmm. so if you don't even know where they are just (laughs) hunt down the last big box store that you uh thought existed i the last time i I believe i went to indianapolis was like you know earlier in the summer um they had probably more yard signs for that spirit halloween that took over probably it it wasn't a bed bath it was like a bigger like maybe like a like a home depot or a lowe's that had closed and i was like good god this is like you know they, they're they're popping up in the summer and they want you to know where they are. So hopefully, 
hopefully you can find them. But uh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's some good stuff. But you know, as you mentioned, it is October first. It is time, uh, like you said, I, I October one to October thirty one, great spooky season, right? Spooky movies. Mm-hmm. Um, when ABC Family was the thing, they had a countdown to Halloween, right, where they do stuff every every night or every weekend through that. Um, and you know, it's, it's a good time to go grab some scary movies. So, Mike, you, I was, I was. I've been busy. Everyone knows I was officiating a wedding this weekend. I have not had... This is, like, literally the first day I've been home. And um, most of it has been spent just, like, laid up on a couch because, you know, you party too hard at weddings. Um, but you you got you to gotta get into some spooky stuff. And I looked away from my phone for five minutes and ended up with a thread um, probably a mile long uh, about <laughs> one of these movies you watched. And it wasn't a good thread, which but made it even better uh... for me. Yeah, exactly. This is why it's always good to have a good close friend in your uh, in your text ready to go when you're ready to complain about a movie because the internet doesn't need to see that in real time. Uh, I don't want to edit myself, right? Oh, yeah. So this will be a. I guess we'll we'll start and start calling this the hollow hollow stream, the hollow stream for a superhero slate for the month of October. And this is an update for my Predator progress, working my way kind of haphazardly through the Predator franchise. Mm-hmm. Uh, since last we talked, I was kind of in the midst of Alien vs. Predator 2. Finally wrapped that bad boy up. I moved on to The Predator, which was uh, from Shane Black from 2018. So I wrapped that bad boy up, and I intend on watching the two that are remaining for me, which would be Predator 2, which mm-hmm. is the original sequel to the Predator yes. franchise. Dan- and Danny Glover. The- Yes, and the most recent one, Prey, which was that the direct to Hulu uh, Predator movie. And once I get them all watched, I'll just do like a fun little ranking here uh, on the top of the show. But I think it is safe to say that one of the ones I just recently watched is going to be very at the bottom of the list, and that would be The Predator. What a strange, strange movie. I will give I will give them credit for at least attempting something different. Because when you start to watch the Predator franchise, you do start to get the feeling of every time you watch one of these, it's just kind of an attempt to reignite this franchise. This this notable IP, is there any way we can get it up and get it going again? Because all of these movies, like Alien vs. Predator, um, Predators, The Predator, they all end with like kind of these cliffhanger, kind mm-hmm. of after credits, credits scene type of scenes, like just hoping and wishing that enough people <laughs> like these movies that they'll be able to make They're... a sequel. And the and the Predator's no different and is probably the worst offender uh, of them all, Chris. They, there, are, um, there are always more aliens out there, right? I agree with that. And this movie, I believe... Um, and and correct me if I'm wrong, is directed and possibly written by Shane Black? Um, yes, he has his uh, grubby little fingers all over this. And it's, to be fair, it feels like a Shane Black movie. So I, I wouldn't necessarily put all the blame on him. The, the studio hired him to make a Shane Black movie, and he made a Shane yeah. Black movie, so, which just does not fit in the Predator universe. So this, uh, you know, um, Shane Black had been kind of, uh, I, I wouldn't say on a hot streak but on a, on a pretty good role right iron man 3 despite what you think about it made a lot of money um you know he, he directed and wrote it he did the nice guys and then comes along to the predator well the only problem is i believe they cast and and it's even still in this movie um one of his friends who was um i believe accused of or even like convicted of um sexual misconduct uh and he like did one of those stupid director things where he stuck to his guns like no 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 I'm gonna I'm gonna get this guy into this movie regardless of, of everything going on, um, so that kind of like brought the movie down a notch, and then the quality alone of this movie um, is enough to beat your head against the wall several times. Oh yeah, the, the story <laughs> is bizarre. The single worst thing is this child character, yeah. which, which has Aspergers, and it's pitched as basically this kid is a walking kind of like r2d2 right it can, he, he can he can solve any technology problem that is put in like our protagonist path uh he comes across a crew of literal like suicidal characters like whenever you're in the third act and there is like a insurmountable problem if the kid's not solving a computer problem one of these like cast of uh um gang members like mm-hmm. his gang will just like run into like a propeller or just like suicide kill themselves and it's so bizarre there's some really glaringly bad special effects 
which uh, is very shocking. <laughs> I had to shoot video of my own TV screen so I could send it to you so I could specifically oh, yeah. complain about what I was looking at. It, I mean, like I said, at least they tried to introduce new ideas to be like, okay, well, nothing else has really worked to relaunch the Predator franchise. Let's see if Iron Man 3 guy can well, do it. Can, can it, I, uh, it didn't quite work out. The, the other reason besides Iron Man 3 and the Nice Guys is Shane Black was a script doctor and acted in the first Predator. Um, he was actually mm-hmm. one of the one of the crew members with the Dutch uh, in there. He was like the kind of like the nerdy guy who was like he had a hat on. And he was always kind of whiny about it. He has, yeah, he has glasses too. He's the scrawniest uh, one yeah. of the soldiers. <laughs> right? Yeah, he was like the worst one. And I'm like, I, I so I understand the hiring for this, but like, boy, howdy, did he he just go the wrong way. I, I don't blame the actors. I think there's a really good cast in this movie, right? Like, what do you think? Because Olivia Munn's in here. Um, yeah, it's The guy from that, Logan's um, in here. Th- Thomas Jane, is he in it as well? Am I, am I getting that right? It's um, a good yeah, question. Yeah, it's a great cast. It's just the wrong, it's just the wrong movie. Like, put a different yeah. title on it, get yourself out of these kind of rules and bounds of having to deal with a predator, and you're just kind of making a different alien movie. But yeah, who? It was bad, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I will uh, update everybody again when I get to watch the uh, last two, and I'll kind of give everybody an and, informal ranking for my progress of all the Predator films. Yes, and I did want to correct myself from my opinion. It was last week or the week before. Um, I hopped on my arcade the other day and came across uh, an Alien versus Predator side-scroller beat-em-up game for arcade, um, and I, mm-hmm. I looked it up. It was actually released in 1993. So AVP was um, a video game before it was a movie, uh, along the way. Yeah, I was a little I was a little bummed because uh, I was doing a little research to be like, okay, I want to make sure I have seen every move, movie that contains a predator, and uh, I was kind of I was I was kind of hoping maybe there'd be like one sneaky one out there, but there there wasn't unfortunately. Uh, but then I was like, oh, maybe there's like a video game. Cause I know mm-hmm. that they've been kind of doing a better job making alien video games. So I was like, oh, yeah. maybe there's like a predator video game from like the PS3 era or something that has like a bit of a story and I can just go watch like the cutscenes compiled on YouTube. Yeah. I didn't really find anything quite like that. So if anybody knows of anything out like that out there in the world, I'd love to just kind of be a, a bit of a media completionist on that end of things that I could watch. Yeah. But yeah, that's my progress with the predator. Uh, and I, I won't I won't say much about the next thing because Chris has been very very busy. But uh, Focus Pocus Two yes has uh, has dropped. It's out there in the world. Uh, it will, maybe we'll reminisce about it a little bit when you get a chance to uh, watch it. But I know that's been the, the hot thing this weekend. Mm-hmm. Seeing lots of uh, Sanderson sister cosplays pop up in my timelines and uh, feeds and. Uh, all I'll say is it feels uh, very similar to the first one. So it's kind of one of those reviews of like, oh, if you like the first one, you're going to like the second one uh, type of deals. Yeah. I've only read one thing about this, and um, it was actress-related. Kathy Najimi, who plays the brunette sister. Um, Mm -hmm. Her, uh, if if you watch the trailers, and this is not a spoiler, her tick with her mouth and jaw is on the other side for this movie than the other one. Um, oh and, my god, is it multiverse confirms? Is it a different witch? No, 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 they explained it in the movie. You watched the movie? They explained it in the movie. They, they told the scene no, in the movie. I don't know. Well, because well, she said as an actress, she couldn't do the old way with her mouth like anymore. Like she lost, so she had to go the other way for this one. Um, mm-hmm. But they but they came up with a way on script where um, she got hit and the mouth goes oh. the other way. I was like, oh, that's oh, like a little right Nikki thing. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it, it, obviously, you're a hocus pocus stan, Mike. I can tell. Yeah, it's, it's a movie you've got all the knowledge on so all right well let's shift into spooky season uh, this is this is coming up i believe um right around the corner this maybe week, a week I think it's the i think it's the seventh possibly i don't know the exact date but yeah. i think we'll be able to talk about this movie next week yeah I, that's why special, i special sorry special special a, a one shot i was trying to figure out i'm gonna pull up here um the tv special in i believe it's october 7th so is that's Saturday, Friday, it's, fri- it's Friday. Yeah, Friday, it's Friday. which is yeah. Oh. So coming out this week, and um, you know the the social media reviews and stuff have kind of been lifted. The entire special uh, is in black and white, Mike. Um, you know we kind of had some hints that maybe um there would be color, right? We saw even the posters a little bit in color. Then we see some, but this entire special is in black and white. And um, some of the reviewers are like, well, this is probably how they got away with the TV, um, or like a lower rating because like it might be TVMA if it was not in black and white the whole way through. So, 
Um, this kind of got me excited. It's almost kind of like, yeah, I mean, I know things on like a, a probably Disney's services are a little bit more uh, locked down, but if you're if you're really streaming, it almost doesn't even matter. I know the mm-hmm. other movie that's been in conversation was that Marilyn Monroe movie. I think it's yeah. called Blonde, Blonde that's on Netflix. That, mo- that movie's NC-17, but like you would never know it unless you just kind of saw people chatting about it on Twitter mm-hmm. like I did. You know, it's not like when you open up Netflix, you know, it like walls it off, you know, with like yeah. a big like password, you know, obviously if you're on a child account, well, you know, it would do that. But yeah. yeah. Well, I think, well, I think that's what's worse for child accounts, right? Or you know, hopefully in the future when, you know, uh, we only have one streaming service for Hulu and, and Disney um, and everything's just like in one go, like everybody else in the, in the world has. So, um, but yeah, either way, it is in black and white. And per Kevin Feige, who was out in the world doing rounds this week, I don't know what for, um, he said it will affect the MCU. Like, this movie is not something that you, you watch and you'll never see again. It will affect the MCU. And, you know, it kind of brought me back to the D23. I know it's an Avengers Campus ride with King Thanos, right? But, like, we saw mm-hmm. Man Thing and Werewolf by Night there. So I definitely think they'll pop up in the multiverse, if not anything, Secret Wars at the end of the the phase. Yeah, and I'll I'll be keeping an eye out for, like, hints for more kind of mythological things, you know, like vampires, right? We know we Mm -hmm. have that coming up. Um, I know we'll be talking about Blade a little bit later in the episode as well. But, yeah, we've got to start seeding that a little bit. Um, uh, And I think they also – they just try to tease vampire whenever they can, even, like, She-Hulk had I – at least mention of Shit. vampiric Shit. We've had, stuff. This we've week. had yeah, we've oh, we've had two in She Hulk. One was last week. One of the um, uh, I guess two weeks of the one of the wives of Mister um, Immortal is apparently like a named like a named vampire in the comic books. And then what was it? Was it Eternals? Where they they specifically say vampires because it's like you uh, live forever like I, vampires kind of thing. Maybe or maybe we're thinking Loki possibly. Yeah, it might have been Loki. Yeah, yeah. It's they've been they've, yeah they never. So I agree with you. What other creatures are we going to see in this that they're just not telling us yet? So, um, mm-hmm. very excited, very very excited to talk about that next week with you, Mike. Um, as we get like you said into spooky season. Ooh. Speaking of spooky characters, the Scarlet Witch. Um, she's a hot topic, right? Hot topic. Uh, you know, we she got her, I guess, an, an effective send off in Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Um, but Kevin Feige out doing his rounds. Um, she's almost kind of confirming this character's return. Um, per his quote, and this is in quotes, I don't know what we saw under, I don't know that we saw her under rubble. I saw a tower come down and a little red flash. I don't know what that means. I'd work with Lizzie for another hundred years if we could. And also anything's possible in the multiverse. We'll have to see. It, it kind of feels like they could pull a multiverse version in for, you know, secret wars if they wanted to. Yeah, right. Or like, it doesn't even have to be like, you know, a multiverse version, right? I mean, like, you just, there's like two components you have to look at here. First of all, the rule of just uh, movie and film of like, if you don't see your a body <laughs> physically dead, if there's no body, there's yeah. no confirmed death, right? And then rule number two, just read any comic book, right? Mm-hmm. These characters are getting off and coming back all the time through all sorts of means and it's even easier to do with a magical character right who i could i could like think of 10 different ideas off the top of my head of how she's still alive you know that red flash could have been her sacrificing her powers to keep herself alive it could have been her teleporting it could have Mm -hmm. been like a million different things right yeah uh but and we got what we needed out of it yeah well and, and and i think the only other reason is the hot topic is right the incoming flood of mutants in the mcu right the 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 next phase, which I've seen some people this week even dubbing the mutant saga, right, for fa- for the next, like, saga. So, like, you know, mm. Scarlet Witch has such a history of doing the No More Mutants, right? You know, in the comic books, her father is Magneto. Like, there's a lot that they can still do with her um, character that they couldn't do in the MCU due to the lack of, you know, I guess, rights and stuff along the way. So, I totally could see them pulling her in um, to do that wholeheartedly and... Um, I just lost Elizabeth. I was, I don't, it's not Lizzie McGuire. It's Elizabeth Olsen. Um, but totally, I I totally could see her being down to do it again, right? I, th- I think, um, she she'd be fun. So, yeah, Scarlet Witch. We'll let you guys know if we hear anything else. Uh, news this week I didn't think was real until I actually saw it came from Marvel.com. Was um Armor Wars the TV show that was not on 
um, San Diego Comic Con, uh, but they brought it up. At, was it D twenty three right where they brought the 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 logo at least uh, for the series to say yes, we are still working on this. Don't worry. They have transitioned that from a series into a movie. So it has been um, transitioned and how we'll we'll see it. So we'll see this in theaters uh, with Don Cheadle's War Machine again being the front and center of this film, Mike. Yeah, this is pretty wild. Uh, I think the first thing that came to my head is like, you know, has this happened before, right? I feel like at least I have vague memories or like rumors of just like, oh, a Disney Plus series was once possibly going to be a movie, right? You know, we always mm-hmm. heard about, you know, oh, Secret Wars, Secret Invasion, like film on the horizon, Obi-Wan, yeah. exactly. Yeah. But then it ends up going to series. But like, this is the first time we've seen it go the other way around. And I'm not... I'm not mad about it at all because it seems like the more and more Disney Plus series I watch out of like Lucasfilm or Marvel, they still, they still to me seem like movies chopped up. I don't know if we're ever gonna get out of that phase. Um, I'm, wa- I'm I'm watching Andor. I'm slowly working my way through it. Just finished episode two, and I'm liking it, which is great. Uh, no complaints there, but it still does not feel episodic. The second mm-hmm. episode kind of like weirdly ends on this kind of emotional music where like Andor is kind of walking through this like scrapyard and there's like, oh, what, what are they trying to tell me with this scene? You know, where is he going? What's happening here? And the next episode like picks up where he's just in that same scrapyard mm-hmm. <laughs> like again. So it's just like so the, 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 the episode didn't like end on any like, no, it's just this is just the cut yeah. before the next scene it- happens. So uh, hopefully yeah. this is a good thing for Armor Wars. We won't have to worry about any sort of this like kind of weird TV and, tone. It will be a movie. Yeah, and, and Don Cheadle, you know, he is going to be in um, Secret Invasion, like we talked about at the top of the show, right? Like he's got a prominent role in that. You know, he he's still out here. I, I don't think he's replacing Iron Man. I don't think Ironheart's replacing Iron Man. But you know, you know, War Machine, Don Cheadle, um, I, I guess. Rhodes, he he has he was in you know essentially movie number one although a different actor he's been around the lo- one of the longest in the MCU right um, so it's just um, good that he he's able to continue going and, and when Iron Man you know has moved on and passed on they didn't just drop the character completely right um, yeah. it, I mean I would say the whole theme moving forward here with these armored characters is that who can replace Tony. And what happens when his kind of um, presence is absent, mm-hmm. right? It's going to be like what happens to the world when Iron Man's not there. So I think they'll yeah. play off of that. And and and, and again, um, with with it being Armor Wars based on the comics, you know, what happens when Tony's actual tech that is effective gets in the wrong hands? And <clears throat> they kind of, I guess, touched on that. Was it Spider-Man Far From Home, right? His... Um, mm-hmm. His glasses got in the hands of a, a, a disgruntled ex-employee. But, you know, War Machine, what we... Truly, I'm looking at your thumbnail right now for the episode, Mike. And I will tell you, one of the disappointing packs of in-game is we didn't see Rhodey go from his regular suit to his upgraded badass suit for the end battle. He just showed up in it, mm. and we didn't get to see that transition into that big red and blue one. Which is like kind of like a... I wouldn't say Hulkbustery, but damn, it's, a, it's an intimidating looking machine. If, if yeah, I say so it's, myself, it's, it's kitted out, and I feel like you know Don Cheadle is like a pilot, not exactly um, a mechanist. Yeah. So like, is that just the government like keep souping up this costume, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think this one was in the Avengers. Well, yeah, he's right because he was the only person in the Avengers compound, right? Whenever um, Captain America showed up. So yeah, what, what is it? Is it the government? Is it has a Tony been you know kind of future proofed him along the way? I don't know, but um, yeah. The question for me is, you know, now it's going from a, a series to to a movie. You you need an antagonist, someone running things. I was thinking, you know, um, Obadiah Stane in the co- in the comic books has a son, right? So is it going to be like the legacy of Tony versus the legacy of Stane coming back around? I think would be interesting. Um, for that, or is you know, I my one of my favorites, Justin Hammer. I think he can. I mean, two didn't do him justice. He's been you know shown. The actor has been shown to work again with the um, return of the where all hail the king short from Iron Man three. You know, could he be back around? I don't know. Um, is there anything that you think you'd want to see out of this? Uh, I feel like I want to be surprised. I mean, I think mm-hmm. Justin Hammer does make a lot of sense, right? It's kind of like this 
hanging Chad from the Iron Man universe that we're waiting to kind of see come back, but maybe don't make it all him. What's like that X factor that you throw in there that makes it like a little bit different? Mm-hmm. So that's that's I feel like that's what I'm hoping for. Yeah. I, th- I think what I would love is a competent Justin Hammer. I think Iron Man 2 made him like a goofball, but like if he was so stupid, he probably wouldn't have got all those government contracts along the way. So mm-hmm. I-, I feel like if you're going to do it, yeah, it needs to be somebody smart. But, you know, great. We don't have a release date for this yet. I'm going to guess this is one of those um, Phase 6 movies, right, um, in 2024. So if that updates, we'll let you guys know. Um, next two movies are going to end up uh, wrapping up Phase 5, and the first of those is Captain America a New World Order, and right now Mark Ruffalo is in talks to return as the Hulk in that movie, because um, I don't know what else we put him in in the list of other movies we have along the way. Would, would you? I've got the list of movies pulled up on our site, but I'm like, I don't know where the Hulk would show up at in any of these. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm still trying to figure out what Captain America New World Order looks like, right? Because I feel like with um, with Falcon, like where, like who was he connected to throughout like the universe? I mean, you could say Black Widow, she's dead, right? It doesn't seem like Bucky's going to be in this movie because he'll be occupied in the Thunderbolts, right? Yeah. So it seems like in order to to bolster uh, the new Captain America, you kind of need to bring in like these new connections. So I'm I'm honestly just trying to think of conversations right that falcons had with hulk in the movies like have they really shared many scenes together like what no and i think that think of anything (laughs) that might be the interesting part here because we do know the leader is the villain right who was an incredible hulk villain so how Mm. and and so the incredible hulk movie was trying to replicate the super soldier serum which gave steve rogers his powers so is this you know because he's the new captain america um and this is you know from a hulk movie is that the connection right like there's the leader has Captain America slash Hulk, you know, blood in him. And, you know, we're dealing with Captain a new, Captain America and Hulk teaming up. Is he on the side? Is he the, is he the smart Hulk, right? Not maybe a, a brawn, but more of a brain to fight the leader? Cause, I mean, he's going to need help. He's yeah. not super powered. I mean, he's got vibranium, right? You know, he's got yeah. Wakandan tech surrounding him. But it's, it, it's not necessarily yeah. shown us at, in the kind of final episodes of falcon and the winter soldier that that suit you know is on par with like a black panther suit right mm-hmm. which is something that almost anyone could kind of get in with training and become superhuman this is just kind of more like a kitted out like falcon uh yeah. suit um so I feel he's gonna need some backup that's for sure because he doesn't have that superpower yeah uh, along the side of him but yeah i'm always i always welcome a hulk cameo or yeah. a hulk team up it worked it worked great in ragnarok so yeah. i don't know why it couldn't work the- here the other rumor I didn't put in here because you know we'll probably know more in the next two weeks is a uh, um, Tatiana Maslany re- uh, returning She-Hulk in this as well. Um, mm-hmm. My fears: I don't want Captain America: New World Order to become a Hulk movie. Um, so, but the Mark Ruffalo, I think, an Avenger with an Avenger is, is, makes a lot more sense along the way. Um, shifting gears into the Thunderbolts that you just mentioned, um, this has not been confirmed by. Marvel, but Harrison Ford himself is rumored to be the front runner for recasting of Thunderbolt Ross, aka the Red Hulk, for this movie. Um, I mean, I mean that's, I mean that's the best way to kind of do replacement casting, right? You yep. bring in somebody uh, even more famous, right? Because you know, if you bring in somebody like equally or like lesser known, right? You know, people are always going to gripe or something about that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I feel like Harrison Ford's like a really good like kind of uh, pitch hitter, right? Yeah. Bring this guy in. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because he, uh, unfortunately, the the recasting has to happen. You know, rest in peace. Uh, William Hurt. Yeah. It, I, I'm almost more confused if it'll even happen because I feel like the the uh, you know the vibe that everyone gets from Harrison Ford is he's an old cranky man who doesn't mm. really want to do anything. Well, but then I feel like that almost was shed a little bit when he was at the D23 Expo and he was like crying on stage about returning yeah. as, you know, Indiana Jones. And it's like, that's pretty wild. I wasn't expecting yeah. that. So who knows? Maybe it, everything it, that we've heard about Harrison Ford is, is wrong. We can't just like, you know, pigeonhole him or shoehorn him. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and I think the other thing is, um, 
I've got no here. Could, I mean, could he maybe start an appearance in New World Order, right? Because Thunderbolt Ross was in the Incredible Hulk, and if there's the leader and the Hulk in there, um, and then it comes into Thunderbolts. But if it's gonna be the Red Hulk, right? And that's the leading theory here is why they're recasting them because they want the Red Hulk in this Thunderbolts as like the villain. Um, is it mostly a CGI role, right? Is he just providing voice and some facial motion capture? For this, and yeah. then letting everything else run, and that's why he's like, "You're only gonna be in human form for like maybe ten minutes. Uh, the rest of it, we're just yeah. gonna get your face on set." So, th- I think mm-hmm. like someone of that age, that caliber, could be like, "Yeah, that's fine with me. I-, I don't need to be, you know, crashing airplanes or getting doors slammed on my legs during production of these movies." So, yeah, if that comes to true, we'll let you guys know. Um, but you know, that's that's that, I think that's just a big, that's a huge grab all around for Marvel. Keep on going. Uh, this is, you know, I there, there's been some hot takes on this, Mike, but the official report is uh, Basim Tarek, the director of Blade, has left the film due to scheduling conflicts because Blade has kept getting pushed back in production. He's working on other movies. Now, this was first announced in SECC 2019, um, and now we have a release date. I have it pulled up here. At superhero slash um, upcoming superhero. Don't t- don't write that down. Just go there and click upcoming releases. You'll see all our stuff. Uh, November third of twenty twenty three. So uh, you know this movie's been pushed back, pushed back. So the directors had to leave. Um, some other bits of this news uh, comes that the rumored script was to is that this movie is going to take place in the nineteen twenties in Europe, Mike, to help. Um, kind of be a close to the comic book origin of blade but also but like he was fighting vampires in europe where like those rumors and theories of vampires are much largely like, or originated right yeah. so not over here in america yeah because i mean that's a part of the universe that they're gonna have to start building out which is kind of pre uh yeah i guess pre captain america slash pre iron man right as far as it's been pitched to us you know, uh, Captain America happens in, you know, World War II. He's on ice, and then maybe not a lot of superheroing happened between then and Iron mm-hmm. Man. You know, obviously some covert stuff, because we have seen, like, the Winter Soldier doing some covert missions, like killing Tony's parents, right? That has happened in between there. But, yeah, as far as we know, the world was relatively normal before Cap came along, a.k.a. Yep. the first avenger so yeah well, i guess you build you build yeah. it out that you know these vampires have kind of always been around uh that we just haven't seen them they've been yeah. in the secret world and i guess you could say that the sorcerers have always been around as well uh-huh. um we've got well we've got some real life comp like you know like the salem witch trials right like there's, there's always been history but i think to me you know with with the mcu it's very much a lot of it is america and new york right if you're not in america and new york you know nothing's happening right so um is it because you know we've not really discovered we haven't gone into the europe countries yet you know man thing might be over there right that could help uh, you know oh not man thing werewolf by night could be over there set in europe maybe maybe an eastern european kind of kind of country um to help kind of seed some of these vampire roots um so with that though um the 1920s thing kind of throws up a red flag so i mean is he i, I think in the this is in the comics he was born in like 1920s and, and half amber so is he aging slower because of that um we're gonna have they're gonna have to get in yeah. that a little bit yeah I, I i would assume so right? yeah i mean and that 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 and that makes the character probably even more um just even more intense, right? You know, once you get them to present day, because he'll be a fully formed vampire hunter with like decades yeah. and decades of experience behind him. So when he finally does get to team up with somebody in the presence, like, you know, like a ghost writer or, you know, who knows what else. Like Dane Whitman from The Eternals. Down. Yeah. He <laughs> <laughs> because he's got a sword. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. The other thing is, um, uh, Writer Bo DeMeo, who worked uh, on Moon Knight and is working on the X-Men 97, is rumored to be helping with the script as well, as well while they look for a new director. Um, because, obviously, the director has a lot of input, right, You know, during that, that pre-production process. So if he's leaving this close to production, um, A, the movie's going to probably be delayed, and B, they're probably going to have to work the script a little bit more, um, getting ready for the new director, just to make sure that's taken care of. So um, I don't think I'm worried about this movie. I just... Uh, I just wish something would happen with it, right? Like, 
uh, it's interesting because Blade is one of the you know older superhero movies from ni- the nineties, right? That kind of kicked off the modernization of superhero films um, a little bit yeah, before I mean, X Men. We can't we can't rule out a chance that uh, in the uh, Secret Wars, right? That yeah. um, Wesley Snipes, a multiversal Blade, pops up. Pops up, yeah. Or, or I, honestly, even if he didn't show up as Blade, but it was like a different character in the Blade movie, kind of like a like an homage kind of thing. I think it'd be kind of fun, right? Like he's like not Whistler, but like uh, he's he's another person in the movie. It'd be fun. But uh, yeah, Blade need um supposed to be october of 2023 so i don't think they're gonna make it if they don't find someone soon moving on um mike i was telling you right before the show here just right out the gate tickets for black panther wakanda forever go on sale tomorrow a theater chain did confirm it today if you're listening to this on sunday night get ready for monday if you're on monday get your tickets because black panther made a billion dollars um theaters were sold out for weeks right you you remember that when like you couldn't get another ticket to go watch this movie yeah, don't forget, don't underestimate how incredibly popular this movie was domestically. That's where it made the lion's yep. share of its money. And it was big news because we had not seen a lot of these uh, superhero movies overperforming here in the States. They were always counting on the international box office to kind of, you know, round out the, the big budgets. So I, mm-hmm. and I think this will be uh, no different just because Chadwick's not behind it. I think it'll almost be. It almost be cathartic, right? You know, mm-hmm. most normal people out there didn't get to, you know, send off um, Chadwick Boseman in any, you know, kind of meaningful way because he was just uh, an actor, a character on the screen to us, right? But now we kind of get to go in with this fictional family in this fictional universe and kind of grieve with them, move forward, push the story forward, you know, and mm-hmm. send them off in a great way. It- so, yeah. All that being said, get ready to buy your tickets. Yeah, get ready. Well, it's it's also one of the things. Like, even if it's you know, um, people will want to see it out of curiosity. How are they going to handle this movie? How are they going to handle the loss of the real life Chadwick Boseman and how they're going to do the Black Panther in this? And also, one of the biggest, um, the original, one of the original comic book characters, Namor, is going to be in this movie. So, um, there's a lot on it. And the other big thing is this movie has been confirmed to be two hours and forty one minutes long, Mike. Um, a very Ooh, long a movie. One. So, um, screenings are going to be like longer. So like, you're not going to have as many showings in a day. Right. So like, if you thought you had problems with the first one, this is going to be even more because you, they won't have seats available because the, the screenings won't be over yet. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to get my tickets ready to, ready to get in there. I think I am going to forego the IMAX on day one and just go to the closer theater, but I'm very, very excited to. Get back into the theaters for Marvel um, next month in November. Oh, we also talked about possibly a trailer coming. We have no confirmation, but I feel like they're going to give us a trailer when they do the tickets. So um, be prepared for that. Uh, things that you're going to have to Google on your own because I can't give you guys a link here. Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, the D23 footage slash trailer leaked online today. Uh, in a very clear kind of footage as well. Mike, I, Mike was able to watch it this morning with me um and uh i tell you it, yeah. get, it gives some yeah. good stuff yeah not a bad one i would say at least 99 percent of the screen is actually within the frame not exactly at the angle that you would want to watch it at but you pretty much get everything there uh we i was looking out for the modoc and mm-hmm. we, we're not there's not much of it there it's still the exact same number of frames of modoc you just kind of get to see it a little bit clearer now but i feel like i've seen people kind of like um, almost like upscaling a screenshot of different cam leaks or something. So we're getting mm-hmm. a kind of more of a clearer view of what this kind of robotic costume is looking like. But I think my takeaway from this, this I almost want to say like leaked footage in a way. I, it is cut to kind of resemble a trailer, but it feels weird mm-hmm. as a trailer, right? This doesn't seem like something that would ever get published, that the pacing and tone seems kind of odd. Not because like the movie would necessarily be bad, but it's just like, oh, take these clips that we have finished, you know, that are off the, you know, the cutting room floor that are about there, kind of slap them together and maybe throw some like temp music on it. That's kind of what it feels like, Uh, which is totally fine when you're on like a convention type of environment. So I would imagine uh, our first trailer is not going to quite look like this. Yeah, it it feels more like a highlight reel, right? Um, Like, hey, here's the beats, you know, there's the Bill Murray scene, there's the, not scene, frames um there is the the modoc frames we get some kang 
and and Ant Man kind of facing off and King saying, "I need you to get something right." Really, real, real basic. Nothing, nothing here. So I agree that this won't be the one we see when it hits the online. But I think to me, you know, we we've talked about this uh, in depth before. Ant Man one humorous movie, low stakes. Ant Man two humorous movie, low stakes. Ant Man three. Big stakes, uh, a lot less funny. Mm-hmm. This is not a funny trailer at all. Like I feel like the tone of the Ant Man stuff is shifting to be serious because you know this is the first movie for Kang, who is getting his own Avengers film later, and also like really this is you know, a lot more stakes on the line. Uh, it's not just a a shrink down building, right? That people are carrying around as a briefcase. Uh, so um, I, th- I think it's gonna be huge. This is our next movie after Black Panther, um, and I. You know, I've said this before, I'll probably be wrong. They'll probably have a trailer before Black Panther for this, but I could be wrong. Maybe maybe we'll get it this month, maybe not. But um, if you want to take that out, go do, go do your Google research and you're going to find the Ant-Man Lost D23 leak footage. Things I did not expect to see this week, Mike. Ryan Reynolds out there making his own announcements because this the the trailer we're about or the footage we're about to talk about this this announcement was on ryan reynolds own personal youtube page twitter page instagram whatever not the deadpool page which i think is even better uh, right because it kind of hides a little bit um but deadpool 3 has been confirmed for ryan reynolds with a september 6th 2024 release date mike and do you think that is the most important part of this announcement <laughs> no, this yeah. is not the most important part of the announcement. I mean, I could vamp on it for a second to just say that uh, uh, Ryan Reynolds, it's it's just crazy to think that like his social media accounts are like uh, an actual real part of his success and like assets, right? Like mm-hmm. it almost feels like if he was to get divorced and Blake Lively took half of everything, she should get half of his social media followers because that's his juggernaut, right? That's why he can just go out there and just like be uh, like buy like part of Mint Mobile or a gin company or a soccer team across the pond, right? Yeah. And he just tweets about it, and they just all increase in in, in value. Yeah. So why not do the same he's, thing with announcing the next Deadpool movie? He, he's like The Rock, but without like the ego, right? Like he's he's like mm-hmm. a funnier version of the Rock. Like the Rock's doing all the black. Like he's carrying Black Adam on his own social accounts, and, and Ryan's like, I'll do Deadpool. It felt very similar to that kind of stuff. But Mike, what is the big announcement here? We not just he's not he's Ryan Reynolds is wearing the suit from the end of Deadpool two, uh, as he tells us he has no ideas for this movie. What what was the big takeaway, Mike? That everyone is like quote unquote broke the internet this week. There's a uh, there's a huge uh, there's a huge Jackman yeah. in the back of his. I don't even think that's his house. I think it's a set or a place yeah. that they're uh, shooting out of. But yeah, Hugh Jackman's just uh, walking around in the background, yeah. saying that he'll be that he'll be in the movie. Yeah. So literally, you don't know this going into this. Ryan's like, "Yep, we want to make the best movie ever." He's like, "I got nothing. We like we have no ideas. We've tried everything." Uh, and then he was like, you know what? You don't even, you can't tell it's Hugh Jackman at first. Like, it's just some random person in the background, right? Like, he's like, hey, Hugh, you want to be in Deadpool? He's like, yeah, sure. And then he's like going up a stairs eating an apple. So I'm like, this is, this is wild. Like, you don't even have him in the trailer. He's at the back of the trailer or teaser. Uh, it, it's fantastic. I, I thought this was a, a brilliant piece to kind of announce this separately outside of everything else, right? Um, and, and get people talking about it. So, um, yeah. And then did you catch the second, the follow-up, the next day, the part Hugh, uh, Deadpool? Oh, the most fr- the most frustrating one. Of course, uh, they're not going to give us any more information because it's just it's an announcement. But they uh, play some funny uh, music over the top of them trying to explain what's going to happen. And um, it was a little bit of a confirmation for me in a sense of, like, it wasn't totally clear to me. Like, oh, is Hugh Jackman going to be in the movie or is Wolverine going to be in the Mm -hmm. movie? And then when I watched the second video and even when they were kind of, um, you know, just acting out different things that will happen in the movie, they showed like Hugh Jackman did like kind of like the claws claws, in a Deadpool kind of head thing. I was like, okay, I I think this is obviously going to be Wolverine. And then all the all the hot takes and think pieces dropped on the Internet after that ride of like, oh, how could they? disrespect the ending of logan is this going to be a different multiversal Mm. 
Wolverine, what exactly is going on here. I mean, I feel like the the most logical thing that's going to happen here is in Deadpool 3, something uh, multiversal is going to happen in a way. Multiversal or time travel or something just so satirical, it just doesn't even matter what happens because, like, just Deadpool doesn't live in, like, a real reality, right? You know, I feel like if you're firmly rooted in the MCU, you kind of need to follow MCU rules, but I feel like Deadpool gets the ability to transcend that because not only is he rated R, he's mm. also just so far out there, right, that, like, if I see Hugh Jackman as Wolverine in a Deadpool movie, I'm not just assuming that that is Logan from Logan. And also, you have to remember, too, when you watch Logan, it's almost kind of in a different universe, isn't it, right? Like, well, they say that it's not really part it, of the X-Men universe so, or something like that. I well, don't even remember. Well, the whole point of this is this whole video came out a day later answering those questions, right? They're like, yes, mm-hmm. Logan is in the future. In the movie, it's like 2029. This, you know, We're not even there in our own timeline. So this is before the end of Logan. So it kind of just bypasses it all completely is what they say. You know, like, so... Um, and, and, you know, literally, if you go look at this, the, the descriptions, like number one, timeline questions, number two, Logan Cannon, number three is MCU FAQ. Uh, and then at the end, they're just like, Hey, you know, we love you, Kevin Feige, right? At the end of it. Like that's, that's really it. Like, I feel like this one was made the same day cause it's in the same house, but they're like answering the, the literally what fans would be, like you said, being, having discourse on the internet about for like 24 hours. They knew ahead of time what people were going to do. Um, which, which is why I love this movie, you know, not this movie, this, this little, little clip here there, it's a minute 16. They play, as you mentioned, whams, wake me up before you go, go knowing that, you know, Deadpool's a huge wham fan, uh, in the, in the movie. So honestly, even if it's like at the end, it serves as a transition into the MCU due to like, you know, multiverses or whatever. Totally fine. This is fun. I think when, when they do in Marvel, a Wolverine, it will not be Hugh Jackman. They're going to have somebody else in their mutants. But, like, this is going to be a fun little journey to get Ryan Reynolds in there. Because I don't think Hugh Jackman will do this role after this movie ever again. If I, if I was a Batman, this is, his, this is his one and done. And the paycheck was big enough to get him on board to do it. Yeah. So. And also, it's just probably like, oh, let's just have, like, a fun little lark. You know, people mm-hmm. people want to see me again. It'll be kind of one of those things where, like, well, if, if you come back again, again... Like mm-hmm. a second time after this, it's like a little less special, right? You know, yeah. right? <laughs> Just like, oh, okay. Yep, yep. The, the, the never-ending cameos of that, but yeah, I, I think mm-hmm. this is this is great. Um, it exists in that September 6, twenty twenty-four spot, or that we talked about last. Was it last week? Where like, or two weeks ago, where like Marvel moved up a weird movie that didn't have a release date. And we thought they were gonna move it, um, because right before Fantastic Four and right after Thunderbolts. Um, so I was like, what are they going to do with this? No, we're actually going to get Thunderbolts, then uh, a month and a half later, Deadpool 3, and then two months later, Fantastic Four. So I would love to see him in Secret Wars after you know this announcement. I'm like, this is perfect. Deadpool in Secret Wars is going to be awesome, right? Like, just having him kind of be Ryan Reynolds with everybody else the whole time. It'd be mm-hmm. a great time, so. Um, yeah, so yeah, check out those trailers below and, and get ready for that. Uh... If you didn't know, Mike, um, Black Adam tickets are on sale. Uh, they just debuted on October 21st. I did get, and this is like the same weekend as my wife's birthday, so I had to get permission to get tickets for this before I did. So uh, we did we did get them. I was like, I feel I was like, I don't care if I go opening night. I just need to have it done by Sunday so we can talk about it. Um, so if, if I end up going like Saturday morning at like the 11 o'clock show, I'm not going to be upset to watch to watch this movie yeah it yeah it's weird it's like i don't know if this movie is gonna be great or if it's just gonna be incredibly average uh but all i can say is i'm just not excited Mm -hmm. for it right and i think i think this is what happens when your movie is just only vaguely tied to other movies and universes right uh we talk about this a lot of time where the great thing about these like franchises with these comic movies is they have like this I hate to say the word energy. I'd rather say like the term X factor, right? That brings you back to the theater because you're already kind of committed to this universe. I mean, Black Adam kind of seems to be related to Shazam at some point in time, but we haven't seen that connection, right? We've only had one Shazam movie to start off with, so we don't really have a whole lot to base off what world he may or may not be living in. 
uh, <laughs> like we talked about the other week, yeah. we get sometimes some little teaser trailers where they try to associate like Gal Gadot and Jason Momoa with it. So it's just like, I don't know, really know what to expect. I don't know what's going yeah. on here. I, I feel like my ticket is going to Pierce Brosnan. Yeah. I like Pierce yep. Brosnan. I, I want to see Dr. Fate because I loved him in the Justice League cartoon and I think he also made appearances in Young, in Young Justice, if I remember yeah. correctly as well. Uh, so I'll, I'll be there for Pierce Brosnan. I haven't got my tickets. It'll probably be one of those things where like October, uh, like the third week of October rolls around, and I'll be like, oh, yeah, I forgot this movie's coming out. I mm-hmm. better go, like like you said, Chris, find a ticket that's probably like on a random like Sunday morning or something yeah. like that. And I think, honestly, I don't think it's as, as quali- like the quality of the movie's bad or, like again, The Rock's not a, a bad actor. Is it just because this has been delayed? Are we just worn out from seeing it for so long? Like, we're like, just get on with it kind of thing? Like, I think that's where I kind of sit with it. Not necessarily that it's not connected. I'm excited for this Justice Society, right? Not not only Pierce Brosnan, we have Hawkman and Adam Smasher and, uh, I believe, uh, Cyclone. But, like, I just want to see what it does. Like, let's just get this kind of almost generic superhero movie over with i feel like we're watching a venom trailer right now when we're watching it right like there's like there's like one thing that like, might draw us in but like not everything's there along the way if, so. if the dc universe was as competent as successful as marvel was a black adam movie would come out and we would see you know how we're seeing all of these different characters in the movie you got like the so like the adam or you you mentioned all the characters yeah, yeah adam like smasher one of those and, characters and yeah, like one of those characters would be like someone from the Suicide Squad that we've met mm-hmm. already, right? One of the other characters might be somebody from like a Young well, Justice movie or something. Like maybe like a Nightwing would be in there. Like, you know, we would have like this little bit of cross-pollination that would get us a little bit more excited. But no, what? it's basically a brand new movie, possibly kicking off a whole new franchise. But what? Uh, so, the Amanda Waller so. trailer isn't doing it for you where she's the one connecting all these movies together uh, well is it the amanda waller from suicide squad or the amanda waller from suicide squad it's the know. same it's the same actress <laughs> <laughs> that's actually the one connecting piece between everything is, is using um, violet is viola davis or, as or wait so, sorry is it the amanda waller from peacemaker <laughs> yeah you know who knows <laughs> same one i don't know what you're talking about no um but um yeah, it's just one of those things. Well, I, I think my thing is, and before we, I'm not going to beat this dead horse, everything from the trailer is from other superhero movies, right? The Justice Society jet is the Blackbird jet from X-Men. comes out of their tennis court in their backyard. The scenes where he's flying with the jets is from Iron Man 1, where Iron Man is flying next to the jets. And he's, like, dodging explosions and missiles. I'm like, this, it feels... Like, it's trying too hard to be the other successful movies without, you know, making its own voice out there. And, and I, that's that's my concern is I want it to stand alone, want it to do its own thing, um, and, and be good on its own merits rather than borrowing from other other movies. So hopefully we, we get some more of that. Um, but yes, tickets are on sale. If you haven't got them or want to get them early, go right ahead. Uh, just a quick note here. I did see this pop up uh, as a blip in the news feed this week. The movie Static Shock, um, based on the character Static uh, in the DC Universe, uh, in the you know cartoon series from, I believe, about the early 2000s. Um, that was on, um, is uh, the movie, the artist um, for this comic has assured us the movie is still happening despite the HBO Max Discovery merger where they're just nixing everything. So... I mean, I'm not saying the person isn't, uh, you know, uh, a credible professional, but I, I wouldn't take yeah. their word for it, right? It's almost kind of like when, a, a, like, an actor thinks that they know what's happening, and they only know what their agents and managers are telling them and what they read in the, in that version of the script that was given them. They don't know anything else beyond that. It's kind of like there was, like, a bit of news earlier this week where – uh, people are trying to make these clickbaity headlines of just like, oh, Elizabeth Olsen said that she would love to return to the MCU so she could share scenes with like Hugh Jackman. It's just like, oh, that's just all pointless. You're clickbaiting. You're, so. cl- you're clickbaiting. Exactly. You're creating titles that people don't actually exactly. know about. Um, and, and guess what? And guess what? DC has already proven. It doesn't even matter. Even if the movie goes into development and they shoot the film and get it uh, 80, 90% done, that's not even a proven well, fact that you'll get to see this, the movie. This ties, this, I think his, his comment ties into the, our, the news that we've talked about offline this week is the Stadia, Google Stadia shutting down. 
uh, literally mm-hmm. people publishing the game um, with games coming out still on Stadia later this year, next year, were not told about this until the, it hit the news. So the artist can easily believe this movie is still happening until it hits the news. Hey, it's not happening, and that's how he finds out. So mm-hmm. um, I, I feel companies can just put out a press release and, and totally pull the rugs out from under you. They have no obligations to tell you beforehand if they want to. So um, hopefully it does. I think people have been waiting for this movie for a very, very long time. They deserve it. Um, but there is no guarantee on this stuff. And speaking of video games, Mike, because we talked about Stadia, the last thing we're going to talk about today is The Last of Us, a first official trailer for this video game adaptation coming to HBO. Uh, and I know you're a huge fan of this game. Huge fan. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, there's a lot more people in this uh, um trailer than i expected venus i thought the movie was more less people more um you know infected people so break it down what you thought of this and and, and help me understand a little bit of, of what i'm seeing yeah. yeah i feel like my two takeaways here of you know i'm trying to figure out right how how long does this first season take us into kind of the video game story you know you could say the video game is right now is kind of broken up into two chapters in a way yeah. of like you know you got the first game and you got the second game uh and i think if i remember correctly it's been a while since i've played that first game but there's a shot in this trailer where it shows somebody on a horse in the winter and i feel like that is pretty far into the first game so it makes me wonder oh are they doing a pretty significant portion in just this first season or maybe i'm just looking into that shot a little bit much uh, but uh, so far, everything looks great. Actually, the unfortunate thing is The Last of Us video game is so good just to start off with narratively and visually. I just like I feel like when you get kind of like that one still shot of the trailer that everyone's been waiting for where we get to see one of the clickers, right? You know, I did my frame by frame. I did uh, a screenshot, you know, and I looked at it. I was like, this could just be a still from, from the game, the video from the game. I, yeah. And you even you even get to hear the clickers in this trailer. And I am almost dead positive that they're working with the exact same sound team that worked on the games, the same engineers. They're probably even like sending over the same like MP3 files that are like loaded in the actual Last of Us games. It sounds exactly like it. So it's kind of one of these weird things where it's like, oh, they're interpreting they're interpreting a source material that's already so re- realistic you know yeah. like if somebody tried to make a crash bandicoot video game right you know that's obviously not gonna look you know like it so, yeah and, and the yeah, game just every, had a everything's everything well go ahead no i'm sorry it's like the, the game had a remaster right so like they even have newer high yeah. res t- textures that they could be borrowing back and forth with this stuff yeah Exactly, yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing how far this first season goes, how much material we have. Uh, it's Neil Neil Druckmann who created The Last of Us uh, and is in charge of the story. He's heavily involved, so who knows? There could even be a possibility that if we surpass the source material of the two video games, they could possibly go mm-hmm. off in another direction. You know, if this show is incredibly popular, right, you know, they could have a... Uh, I wouldn't say like a Game of Thrones problem in a way of just like they surpass uh, George R. R. Martin and have to kind of go off on their own, but it seems like Neil Druckmann will be there to help them out. So yeah, I'm just crossing my fingers, hoping that we just have something video game related that really breaks through to live action. I'd love that. Mm-hmm. Now, do you um, tell me what, what I was under the impression there were several years, um, if not you know a longer time in between video games, part one and part two. Is that Am I, am I misunderstanding that? Yeah, yeah. I don't remember the exact length of time, but basically, you know, Ellie, you would consider her a child in the very first game. And by the second game, she is kind of a, a, um, a brudgeoning. Is that a word? What am I looking for here? She's like, a, but, she's budgeting. like on the cusp budgeting she's like on the cusp of like adulthood right like she carries her own weapons she seeks out her own revenge if you will yeah yeah. you know she is a young adult so i would say between the two games god i don't i don't even want to say because i don't want to be wrong i would at least it's at least five to seven years something like that gotcha yeah yeah i I don't know i mean to me i was expecting you know from what i've seen again i've not played the games i actually own the first one on on playstation i just haven't got time to it and i know people are like just play it i'm like 
I, a single player with a really good story, like that's that's a commitment to me to play. So I, I don't want to. I need to make sure what I'm doing. I'm, I'm I'm doing it right. But like, there's just a lot more people in here. So it looks like maybe there's like a lot of pre or like during this infection, the world loss, right? Like when people are kind of going down. I did see a sign that says um, "Report signs of cordyceps infection." So it looks like maybe, and it's like a rusted sign. So like maybe this has been around for a while at this point. So um, very, very interesting to learn myself more about this Last of Us universe and you know, it, it, and how the show goes. So looks good. Looks good. Well, Mike, that's been the show for this week. If people know what you're up to, what you're doing, what kind of candy corn varieties you're getting yourself into, where can they find that? They can find me at Mike Royer Design on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And you can read my web comics at pickledcomics.com. Chris, if people want to catch up with you, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter, Valdan, V-A-L-D-A-N, or Instagram, Valdan87, or head over to Rad Retro Bros on Instagram as well. Uh, if people know more about the show, what we're doing, what we're doing weekly, I guess our next I guess our next episode for review is Black Adam. When can they get ready for all that good stuff? Yeah, if you want to check out our show notes or our upcoming release calendar of all of these uh, millions of movies that are coming out over the next couple of years, head on over to SuperheroSlate.com. There you can also find everywhere we host the podcast. We're on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Spotify, wherever else you love to listen to find podcasts. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram, and you can get merch at SuperheroSlate.com slash store. We love hearing from you. Please reach out. Let us know if you're excited for Black Adam. Mm-hmm. Are you ready to get your Black Panther tickets? I mean, by the time you listen to this, yeah, I think those Black Panther tickets will be ready to go. So hop on to those. Yep. Uh, we love our super fans. If you want to be a super fan of this show, all you got to do is share the show with a friend. Share the show with a buddy, and we will be here every week, folks. That's right. We'll catch you guys next week. Bye. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to subscribe.